Hello, and welcome to episode 106 of the Dan York Report. Today on my Disruptive Telephony blog, I wrote a post about Facebook's application of WhatsApp and kind of thinking about what it means for telcos and telecom companies and others that are out there. You know, this has been the big news. It's all over the tech media today. It's all over techmeme.com. It's all over just the media in general. In part because Facebook paid nineteen billion, yes, billion dollars for uh, for WhatsApp, but also because people are looking at it and you know wondering what's it all about, how's it work, all of those things, and you know there's any number of articles that talk about really why. I mean, WhatsApp has been a very uh, effective application, a very simple messaging application that people are are using. And, you know, to the tune of four hundred fifty million people have uh, have it now with. Some reports saying as much as a million um, signing up each day. There's another report today about the number of uh, photos that are being transferred over WhatsApp each day. And part of it is to look at what the application is and why people are using it versus SMS. And, you know, there's several reasons. One is obviously cost. It's free. It's over the data channel. So, I mean, it's quote-unquote free because you're paying for the data channel. But it's also a richer user experience. You can send photos. You can have a status update. You can do group chats in different ways. So it's a lot more, um, you know, it's a lot easier than uh, necessarily just using plain old SMS. They've also solved the directory issue because there's a central directory. So you register with your mobile app, with your mobile phone number. You go into WhatsApp's uh, database. It looks at your contacts on your smartphone. It matches them all up with their phone numbers to their massive database. And they can very easily pull up a, you know, give you a list of everybody who is using WhatsApp. It lets you go and communicate with them. You know, if you try that with traditional SMS, you've got to get the other person's phone number, add them to your list, you know, do these different types of things. It's a bit more involved. And again, it comes back to the user experience. It's simple. It's easy. It's just a text environment like that. And and Facebook was smart, you know, on a whole number of levels to buy them, to get into the messaging play, to, you know, really be a, a player in the OTT, the over-the-top messaging, the mobile messaging space. Now, this is what's interesting for the telecom companies and others is that, you know, this is, you know, this over-the-top messaging is starting to really erode the traditional SMS revenue. You know, if you think of the telcos, first they saw their voice revenue be destroyed or, you know, at least be severely reduced, especially on the international level, by things like Skype and Viber and and any of the various different voice over IP applications. And now, you know, while that was going down, you had SMS, at least as a revenue stream, but now that's all being eroded by the mobile messaging apps, the IM apps that are really working in the space. And that's really the where WhatsApp is. You know, it's one of the leading of these kind of apps. And now what's interesting is that before it was a venture-funded startup out there doing its own thing. Well, now it's backed by Facebook, one of the largest companies globally right now, just in terms of what it's doing and how it's working. And certainly the, you know, the largest social network for so many people it's out there. So you'd have that kind of backing behind it. So it's an interesting time, I think, for telcos and others in this space because it is a, uh, you know, you have these new players, these giants that are forming in these different places. But, you know, there is a a dark side to that, which is that 
all of the OTT messaging apps right now, whether it's you know iMessage, which is what I use on my iPhone all the time, whether it's Google Plus Hangouts, whether it's Facebook Messenger, which is their own one, whether it's WhatsApp, Line, any of these, the challenge is they're all individual walled gardens. They're proprietary silos. And so you wind up with, you can only communicate with people who have the WhatsApp application. If they don't, you can't communicate with them. You know, you have this this strange world in which we're going back into walled gardens of proprietary uh, messaging where the the interaction is controlled by the corporation or whatever entity is behind the app that you have out there. I'm not so sure I want that world, but that's where we seem to be going right now. Hopefully at some point we'll wake up and realize that we need something a little bit more interoperable. You know, all of these uh, walled gardens have their own proprietary apps and protocols, and they don't have open APIs that you can work with. So it's a little bit of a danger, a little bit of concern with where we're going. Anyway, you can read more if you're interested on my DisruptiveTelephony.com post today, and it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I think we're only seeing the beginning of the commentary and more that we'll see on this topic. If you've got comments, I'd love to hear them. You can leave them here at SoundCloud.com slash DanYork or any of the social networks where this is posted. And you can find more of my audio writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.